Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. It's all about who you know, and I know everyone. If you play with me, I'm going to drop you faster than Beyonce dropped Khalees off that song. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't expecting a pop culture specific. I mean, it is the Bay Renaissance. Can we call it that? Can we call it that? I haven't stopped listening to it. I've listened to it four times today, straight through. Okay, here's my problem. Oh my God. Safe space. No, wait. No, this needs to be a safe space. This needs to be a safe space. Okay, 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 okay. Die for Beyonce, obviously. Mm-hmm. I am a human person. I am aware in this world. Just I love tread lightly. Just no, no, no. Lightly. I'm treading so lightly. I'm treading so lightly. I have been in a weird spot uh-huh. mental health-wise. Got it. And I tried to listen to it. Because I there are two albums this summer that are very meaningful to me. What are they? Personally. Beyonce and Lizzo. Okay. And I tried with the... I really, honestly, I think what I realized was like... I'm not having the summer for this album. Like, I'm not happy enough, <laughs> joyful enough. Like, I'm not connect. I'm outside of my body. I'm not connected to myself enough to enjoy this. So oh, I have listened no. to Lizzo's album multiple, multiple. Lizzo and I are, like, on the same oh page. We see each other. I know. That makes and so I much sense because I listened I to so Lizzo's bad. album and was like, that's cute. But Beyonce's, I'm like... Yes, yes. No, I needed... Uh, yeah, yes, tell me, tell me. I'm I, having I'm, that summer. It's a good summer. <laughs> it's it's the one of top three worst summers of my entire life. I can't take... Like, Beyonce's joy is, like, so good, but I can't... I, like, literally don't know how to... I, I can't... I'm so disconnected. Versus Lizzo, where I, I'm just, like... And she has, like, a... The way she's, like, welcome back and, like, exactly. the ending with, like, your special. It's and very I'm, uplifting. Like, it's, and I need it. I'm like, Lizzo, you know what? I don't I get know that, that I, I get that. I'm not mad at you. I don't... I Safe space. I'm, Safe space. Okay, because some people have just told me they just don't like it because they don't think it's good. And, like, I think that... I haven't been able to listen to that to it in full. I really try. I tried a couple times. I listen, you're it. fine. You get a pass in my book. Like, mental health first. Like... But if you're just going to shit on it to shit on it, then we'd have a No, problem. I would never. I, I know myself, and yeah. I would never. I mean, it's literally Beyonce. She's one of the greatest artists she of all time. But like, greatest. Is there a song? Because, wait, Break My Soul, yes. I'm obsessed with. So I've good. seen, I've listened to that multiple times. Yes. Is there another song from the, maybe it's like I can't get past the first one. What should I do? Uh, I mean, like. You just have to listen to that. I think just like you have to listen to the album as one whole thing first. I know just to I go do. Through I know it. I do. Because like I have my favorite songs change like every every okay. every day, every hour. 
Um, and you're always like, damn, like that, every song is just good. And it flows right into each other. I mean, there's just some that speak to my soul, like Plastic on the Couch, she's talking about being in love and like yeah. all that jazz. And it transfers into the song called Virgo's Groove. And it's like the transition from Plastic on the Couch to Virgo's Groove. If you could like put that in a jar and sell it, <laughs> that is exactly how I would describe my current life right now. Oh the transition God. from plastic and the couch to Virgo's groove. If you've listened to it, you know. And <laughs> and I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you really don't. <laughs> I really don't, but I'm working on it. Listen, anyway, you keep guys. Keep on playing special by Lizzo <laughs> because you're special. She's telling me I'm special and I have to believe her. You guys, it's Andy's Girls. It's episode 335, and I'm so excited to have one of my favorite people back on the People's People's Zoom Kiki Couch. You know him as Culture Programs Lead at Brex and co-host of the new podcast, Thoughts and Prayers, T-H-O-T-S. Welcome back to Andy's Girls, Daniel Stokes. Daniel, how are you? You know, I'm doing better now that my Wi-Fi is working. We had a little, listen, I would never bring it up. We had a little kerfuff, little kerfuffle. Even though my your camera was frozen, I could just see the horror in your face <laughs> because you were just like, oh my lord. I mean, honestly, I was honestly okay because I knew we weren't recording at that point. So I was just figuring to myself, what am I doing next with today since I have got the next hour free because... It's bad and it's hard to rec- listen. I never AG was I never I don't think I maybe like a spare number of times did I record AG over satellite anything since we started and then because of COVID it's like you keep things flexible some recordings in person some over Zoom exactly. but like if that Wi-Fi, it's like I would never hear the end of it from, it's hard enough in these streets exactly. for people to enjoy free content, God forbid, that God I, forbid. I would, I just felt the, I felt the DMs. Oh, I felt, my, I felt the pressure. I felt the pressure. And like, you were like, do you know anyone? And I was like, no. <laughs> and then I got off the computer and was like, oh my goodness, our mutual friend lives down the street from me. And I'm hanging out with that person. See, because even I felt the pressure because I was like, yeah. oh, my God, I've ruined her Monday. <laughs> you ruined it. You literally ruined it. You ruined it. And yet here we are making it fabulous. I mean, I'm honestly, so I'm not going to lie. My current view is much better than the view of mm. the wall in my apartment. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm Listen. glad to be here. <laughs> glad to have you um it's a beautiful day out in new york i just beautiful. walked a couple blocks and was like living my best life but i have to say that prior to us hopping on this zoom with a little bit of time that i have had available i was able to do something i didn't think i was going to be able to do in time and what is that which was listen, or rather watch a new episode of one of our mutual oh. favorite shows that I would have delayed because I save it. There are certain shows, I never watch Housewives Live. I always never watch do. it at least the never next morning. At least the next morning. If not with Beverly Hills, sometimes it's like a day later. You sometimes it's like a day and a half. <laughs> yeah, it's dragging. But there is a certain Bravo show that I strategically save, which means there might be like several weeks where I don't watch for emergency mental health purposes. That's actually really smart. Thank you. I'm a genius. And that show is Married to Medicine. Oh, 
it's so good. How can you, like, it's so good. People who don't watch it, I feel so bad for them. It is, it, I think Married to Medicine is Bravo's best show. Uh, 100%, no contest. I know a lot of people love Below Deck, and while I haven't watched any of the last season of Top Chef, I also think Top Chef delivers with narrative storytelling in a way that's genuinely prestige. But Married to Medicine, I mean, it, it hits the spot. What's your connection to it? I just feel like... Out of all the shows, like I told someone this, I was like, Married to Medicine, you can't produce on that show anything mm. false because everyone on there is so real. Like these women have been friends for so long. They've been connected for so long. That's why like when they're arguing, it, you feel the passion. When like their mm. marriages are having issues, they aren't shitting on each other. They're, I mean, they put... <laughs> But, like, I think everything comes from a, I care about you, and I see you in a hurt position, and we don't want you to throw your marriage away. We don't want you to throw this friendship away. We're going to work on it. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But they will not, they will literally fight for these friendships, these relationships. And I think that is something that's so rare to see and so beautiful. Um, I just love it. I mean, I have to say, I have said this multiple times on Andy's Girls and on social, but the single most important, impactful, prestige storytelling, stakes, emotional reunion Mm -hmm. moment of any show on Bravo was Simone and And Cecil announcing they were filing for divorce and because of an on-camera, on-set intervention of the couple's the women with Simone, the men with Cecil saying, work, work this out. The By the end of the reunion, they both said, we're going to hold off. We're going to put this on pause and we're going to try to make it work. Nothing has ever so felt as deep so and true as that. And exactly what you're saying about marriage, which I do want to get your thoughts on, like, there sometimes is an artificial nature in the presentation of a person's marriage. Yes. But I feel like the conversations that these couples have about marriage is so, it feels very, these feel like real marriages. Which they are. Sometimes Housewives does not. It doesn't. It doesn't. And it's like, there's no glossing over things. And I think kind of, if you think about Heavenly, who is chastised mm. so many times, for always discussing other people's marriages, but never mm-hmm. her own. Like, people are going to call her out on that. They're like, well, you never talk about your marriage. And I think even in this most recent episode, she, Multiple said, times. she said, I'm not going to talk about my marriage around y'all because everybody talks about everybody. And if I don't want y'all to know my business, I'm not going to let you know my business. But if you let me know your business, I'm going to talk about it. Which kind of pisses me off with Contessa because I get the anchor at Heavenly because Heavenly talked about her marriage in a negative light. But we all saw the marriage and she didn't say anything that wasn't true. She didn't say anything that wasn't already on camera. And as someone who's using their platform to promote themselves, promote their business, Heavenly's talking about the show. So I think there has to be a conversation of like, hey, we get it. Like we're on a show together. These things are already out there. Maybe there's a different approach to it, but I, 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 but I also don't feel that Contessa can hold that over Heavenly and be like, 
oh, you talking about? Because, I mean, Heavenly's always been Heavenly. Like, we can go back to her, like, she's always been like this. And mm-hmm. so you can't get picky and choosy and be like, you were my friend. Were you When you became her friend, you knew she was this kind of person. That is the difficulty. Like, with Contessa, she has revealed so much to us, and a lot of so it has much. been really hard to watch. to watch. Scott is a difficult personality difficult, type. Difficult, difficult. Watching that marriage take Ooh. place is, like, intense. But in Contessa's eyes, I think she's watching Heavenly make light. Um, maybe do you think that's what it is or be critical like like should heavenly be allowed to talk about these marriages in a disparaging way regardless of what these women are revealing mm. of their lives but i uh, i feel like in it's, the in the terms of their friendship not in terms ooh, of like allowed because of being a reality show. Oh. you know what i'm saying like is it crossing a boundary in your friendship I mean, like, if my friend was having relationship issues, I mean, like, ugh, it's, it's so it, hard. It's hard because if my friend is having some issues, I may talk to another friend and be like, hey, you know, like, but I'm going to support him. I'm going to support him. But like, just so you know, he ain't he ain't the one. But if you if you go stay with him, you go. I'm going to support you. But I may not like it. So I think ugh, it's very hard. I think it's hard because it's like they are on a show. But then like. She's doing these things outside of the show on different platforms. That's the thing. But it's but again, it's also you're a public figure. And it's just like you're, you're gonna get spoken about regardless of who you are or where you are. They do confessionals at, being asked questions about these scenarios. So it, it's just it's it's very I haven't figured out where I stay stand on the situation. I mean, I feel like you're getting right to the heart of the matter, though, with the difference between understanding that the environment of the show is discussing relationships, Mm -hmm. discussing each other's relationships in very vulnerable aspects. But Heavenly is doing this on her YouTube show or her social media, you know, like Instagram lives, whatever it is. To her own accord. without Right. Like on her own time. Mm In a way that is messy. We know Heavenly's messy, but it does feel I if I was Contessa, I would probably feel taken advantage of in some way because I don't it doesn't seem to be coming from like the good place Got that it, it. P- potentially yeah. would be if it was while they were at a dinner or exactly. something else. Discussing for the show. as a, discussing as a group to like move forward. You think it's just messy to be messy, to get clicks and views. That's true. Oh, I just love Heavenly. She's so great. <laughs> I mean, I love. I mean, Heavenly's one of those people who I love, but I also think I would lose my fucking mind over. Oh, completely. Because she's so. I don't know that Heavenly is able to take real responsibility for, her for how her. Yeah, because like I, I just think it's like this is the thing where it gets so. It's really difficult because I feel like these women really do all have. an incredible connection yeah but we're i mean many fights at the end of the day on housewives are really veiled arguments about the show itself and i feel like 
we're having this argument that's sort of about what are the limits mm. within the construct of talking through married to medicine about each other's marriages yes. versus using the fame that you've, mm. you know, like the platform and fame that you've received from being on married to medicine and almost exploiting it. Oh, I like that one. You better type that when Andy asks questions for for the <laughs> No, I, cause I, I think that's, I think that's, because, I mean, I, Jackie's so wise because she's always... Mm, so she, wise. She's always... She said multiple times, like, this is not how we do it. And I think she mm-hmm. probably doesn't see the root of it. Or mm-hmm. she kind of does, but I feel like she also defends Heavenly a lot. So it's kind of mm-hmm. like... I think people are very shocked about that. But I think maybe that's what something Jackie has been kind of alluding to is, like, what is the real reason for this? Because it's like, mm-hmm. if you have this problem with Heavenly... Everyone has all these issues, but she's been doing it for so long. We all, so like, what are the boundaries? What is, what, it's kind of like how they say on Housewives, like, no husband, no kids. Like, mm-hmm. what are the boundaries in this dynamic of a group of where do we talk about each other when we're not filming? Like, do we make comments when, you know, the show's not in production? Like, what are, so I think maybe that's a, that probably is a conversation they need to have as a group, as a collective. And we say, we keep our shit here or on Twitter, and then, mm-hmm. or we just don't bring, or, or it's all, all hands are off, or all bets, I don't know, <laughs> and it's just free for all. And I feel like with um, Anila and Toya, was it Anila? Yeah, Anila yeah. and Toya that came up during the Halloween or like costume party, whatever it was, because Eugene was like, you're making fun of me while we're filming this TV show on camera, I felt like a lot of his frustration with Anila and her husband showing up in a costume mm-hmm. that was poking fun of the fact that they were moving. Again. Surprise. After <laughs> literally the last reunion set was a literal diorama of her newly completed house in her closet. And it's like, we're moving. Okay, cool. Like, go off. Like, phenomenal. <laughs> Additional questions. Right? <laughs> But, like, that was the question of, like, okay, even within the context and confines of the show, like, where is the respect here? Mm-hmm. Because Eugene seemed to feel humiliated. He did. I, and, I, and I think that's really what it was. And it, I mean, like, as a viewer, um, that was funny. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. I loved it. I'm sorry. I'm obsessed with Eugene. Eugene is my favorite. No, I can't say that. Dr. Damon... I love David. I'm obsessed with, he's like one of my favorite husbands of any show on Bravo. I'm I'm literally obsessed with, a marriage between he and I would never work, but I don't care. I love him as a person. He is like the kindest, He is so sweet. He picks up, he sticks, deals with heavenly, so he has to be. He does, like, but but Eugene is very, very close. I'm obsessed with Eugene. I feel so bad for Eugene because I feel Toya does not respect that man respect him but it's just like i think that was the situation where even even damon was just like so much stuff has happened between this group of people Mm -hmm. if i responded to everything that was a diss or a dig or like we'd be arguing all day and i think that was damon kind of framing in like that question of like we're in this environment we know what we know what it is and i think we have to realize maybe it's not you can't take everything personally, which I agree. You're on a freaking TV show. And it's like, I mean, and Eugene was probably was embarrassed because mm-hmm. you've moved five times in nine years. How many of those were custom built houses that were your dream home? Again, we have questions because only one of you works in the house. But <laughs> that was a 
really expensive bill. That last bill was very I Honestly, her reasoning, she said everyone was making a profit off of their houses in her neighborhood. I was like, yeah, because they'd all been there for a while. You literally just built this house, and now you're renting another with an elevator? I don't even get me started on Toya. I am obsessed. I mean, I'm literally obsessed with it. But when it comes to Contessa... I'm so glad we're talking about Mary Tyson. It deserves <laughs> such the show. time. It's, it's such, such a, a good, good show. show. Guys, if you're not listening, I mean, if you're not watching, I hope you're listening. If you're not watching, I've had people ask me, and feel free to tell me your thoughts. I've had people ask me, I haven't watched Married to Medicine. And we're talking OG, by the way, yeah. to watch the offshoot. But if you, I'm new to Married to Medicine, where do I start? I have said, and I don't say this about every Housewives franchi- franchise. Like, there are certain franchises where I think you don't necessarily need to start day one, although it's always helpful. Exactly. But Married to Medicine, I think you 100% have to start your Definitely. first season. Definitely. Because it's, you there's, have to. there's so much. Mariah. The Mariah quad of it all. Oh, child. Like. Can't. You can't skip it. I you mean, can't skip it. The, Mo- the Mariah Toya fight at the pool, like you can't skip it. You can't skip. Doctor Greg, by the way, oh. the one of oh no, we're gonna fight. One of the most toxic husbands to grace our screens. That, don't even. Don't you dare. Don't you dare defend him. I'm not defending him. I'm just saying, like that was just another really sad situation to watch. Yes, a marriage crumble on TV. But like, I don't know if he, I mean, I feel like in that moment when they did do that sit down together, I think they both probably grew a little bit from that and it was probably difficult for both of them. But I just appreciate the fact that like, no matter what, like the men have always supported him and been there for him and also with the women of like, it's a show called Married to Medicine and I'm a single woman and I still have this group of girlfriends who keeps me around, keeps me uplifted. I mean, even with, I mean, even Bravo clearly made the mistake of demoting her um, mm. last season when she was all up in the mix still. So, right. I, she that, that my, my, uh, wasn't because I liked Greg, my, uh, because it was just another, like, uh, yeah. like, just the, 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 they fought so dirty. And, uh, and it was just like, Oh my god! I mean, uh, all these marriages, freaking Jackie and Curtis, like. <laughs> you guys, if you think that Michael and Ashley oh. is a lot, Jackie and Kurt for different reasons, but Jackie and Curtis and going through the infidelity. What do you stuff, think? Why did Why did she stay with him? You know what? This is the thing that I love about Married to Medicine is that as a single person in a long-term relationship with my shoes, I genuinely learn so much about relationships. And I think what is so interesting and actually genuinely important and impactful to see is to see the decisions where couples come to the place where they're like, this isn't working out for us. Mm -hmm. And to also at the same time, see couples who are working through infidelity and both decide to stick it out and work through it. Because I think that that is, everything is realistic. Everybody has their own boundaries, their own triggers. For one person, infidelity could be a deal breaker. We can't have a conversation. For another person, it could be, I mean, it's obviously a devastating moment, the trust alone. But I think that there's something so interesting and impactful Mm. in watching a couple who've had ups and downs navigating their relationship 
decide to really work on it, which means working on the infidelity, working on any kind of structural mm. questions about the foundation of their relationship. I just have so much yes. compassion for both of them to put in that work and seemingly come through it. That I think is that's true. so incredible. That They're both very brave. Very true. They're both so brave, wow. honestly. I remember when that news broke, I was just I was I know, devastated I was, for Jackie. I was Jackie. so upset. I was so upset. Because it was so like upset. really Curtis. Really, mm-hmm. really. Mm-hmm. Like Jackie's a baddie. Like She's a, she's like kind of she's very shady, but she's also oh an my angel. gosh, so shady. she's actually extremely shady. So but shady, she's an angel. I love it. She's, she's an angel. She's, she's classically an angel. shady. That's actually uh, it, it. Just comes back to this realness of yeah. this show because again, like they are working hard. Like they're not just fake going to couples therapy. They're not no. Fake. This is real shit. Like these these people are. Oh, that's oh, the show's so good. I have to do a rewatch. It's so good. I, I mean, like. I just did a rewatch recently of the um, Contessa Scott reunion, which I watched out of order. That had to be last season, right? Yeah. And I watched it out of order, which was a wild. <laughs> why did you do choice. that to yourself? I don't know why I did, and I don't. And it was a rewatch, so I was like, I kind of remember this. But just watching that process take part because I think in all of these women, I see pieces of myself, and a lot of times, and a lot of the men as well. Mm-hmm. And like the people who decide to move forward, sometimes I'm like, oh, don't do that. The people who are staying stagnant, I'm like, oh, that's tough. The people who decide to stick it out, yeah. I'm like, oh my goodness. And people who decide to break up, I'm like, I totally get, you know, like, yeah. there, I, I feel like there, it's like the least, this is going to make no sense, but in, in many ways, even though, they're very critical of each other. I feel like they, and they can be judgmental because we're all human people, but overall, I think that they're one of the least judgmental casts. I know that that oh, might be a yeah. wild take, yeah. but I I feel it. I, I agree. Because I feel like there's mutual respect. Yeah, I agree. There's that, there's that mutual respect. And I think, and I, I always, I, you know, and I'm thinking about this. Like, I wonder if like they've had conversations like as a cast, like off camera to be like, we're not doing this fake shit. We're not doing this phony shit. Like, we're going to keep it real. And, like, I feel like they've kind of, in a sense, taken the ego and thrown it out. Yes. To shoot this show. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, when Heavenly and Contessa were fighting in her basement, like, I mean, those emotions mm-hmm. were raw. Very, so, very so raw. raw. Very, Extremely very raw. raw. And I think they're both kind of her. I think, I think Contessa is still hurting from the residue of Scott. Um, I mean, they seem to be doing fine. I'm making a face. I personally find the personal trainer awkward AF. The scenes make me extremely uncomfortable. Do like, they? yes, because it's just kind of like, oh, I just feel like why? Like, what, what, what narrative are you trying to start? Like these slightly awkward encounters with your personal trainer who's like touching you, and then your kids walk in, and it's like, what, like. See, I don't get that at all. Oh, I know that no. like maybe people are supposed to. I think it's like a very professional. He's telling her to eat egg whites. She's like, maybe I'm you just know, awkward. chewing on champs. No, but that's. I mean, she herself says that that it's an awkward moment for one of her kids to walk in on her with her exactly. trainer for like a second time, or that it's happened before. Yeah, yeah. I get and like, that. what are we supposed to think? Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know. I just think with Contessa. I mean, have they are both honestly to me making really good points. And with Contessa, there is a part of me that thinks about what Heavenly was 
literally screaming during the <laughs> um, during the brunch. Um, but there was something to be said about the idea of like your anger is misplaced, mm-hmm. which I don't totally agree with because I, I do either. think Contessa has the right to be. But also, have we really worked through? some of that anger at Scott have we really and I know it's a process it doesn't just begin and end but like are we really in the girl are we really have we really done that work that's why I'm like when they're like things are going great I'm like "Mm, okay yeah I mean like again not to judge but it's I'm feeling like they're from my perspective I feel like Simone and Cecil that was like a two season type of thing. Like, yeah, there was one season where things were just, and then like the next fo- following season was when things mm-hmm. just were really bad. And mm-hmm. so I feel like with Scott and Contessa, last season was, I mean, honestly, watching Scott and Contessa was some of the most awkward and uncomfortable so television uncomfortable. to watch, watch through. And I watched Beverly Hills, so that sang a lot. <laughs> 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 like, so I just as a viewer, I don't. I feel like Contessa's kind of acting out the wigs. I, I don't get the wigs. Yeah, um, the wigs. So I don't know. I'm very interested to see how this reunion goes because there's a lot of emotions and she is, I don't know. I don't know if all the right emotions are being directed towards the right way, but I mean, I'm not going to say no to someone trying to work on their marriage um, because, you know, I think you should fight for those relationships because relationships are hard. You know what I realized today while I was watching? What? My top five, my housewife's top five is like super incomplete because I keep having a fight with myself of like whether or not I'm technically allowed to include Bethany, old Bethany, <laughs> not like new TikTok Bethany. But like it's, I'm, I have missing, I have not filled the entirety of the top five. And to me, the top five is like, who do you just like, like genuinely hashtag safe space like you don't have to defend anything just who do you enjoy like it's not necessarily who's the best at housewives I I don't know that I would put anybody from my top or actually some of them would qualify but like overall I don't think that's it I just think it's like who am I charmed by who do I have affection for like you, you can't you can't argue someone else's top five everybody has the right to choose their own top five and I realized today that my top five is Shan for who I stand. Kyle, although we're having a difficult time, she is on pause, but she remains in my top five. And I don't have to defend that. I just, it is what it is. Kenya, who I have so much fucking affection for. Yes. I'm, I'm missing TBD <laughs> blank, like line to be continued to be filled in because I truly don't know. And Dr. Simone, who is not even a fucking housewife, but who I love, even when she does stuff I don't agree, especially the one. I'm like, you're just so fucking charming and so smart and so funny and so quick that like literally she was in that bat- I can't hate her. Even when she was in that limo and she was like, Heavenly's not picking up for me. Heaven. I laughed so hard because I was like, I fucking love you. Is there, I want to know who your top five is and, and feel free to mix universes mix if universes. you would like. Your housewife's top five noting that if you want to throw somebody in there who's not a housewife, you are in a space in which you are more than welcome to do so. Okay. I'm no I, pushback. I no am pushback. basing this off of like affection. Affection and also I 
my affection is more so like who's gonna who am I gonna have a great time with? Who's gonna make oh. me laugh? Who's gonna make me laugh? Because okay. I I just love to giggle. Like you do. Let me. You've got a great laugh. Cackle, ackle. Um, this is team cackle over here. Phaedra. Um, okay. She's great. just. I can I say drunk Kenya? Absolutely, drunk Kenya is a light to this world. Like I am so happy for Kenya Moore that she's been able to show this side of her now. Yes. Because she is a hoot. She's hilarious. She always comes to play, and you can't, you can't, un- you can't shade her. Um, mm-hmm. Sonia Morgan. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like I'd have to have a Sonia Luann combo because I just think they're just such great people. And like, as much as I am so annoyed with her right now, I know we would t- take an edible and drink some tequila and do the Kyle. splits with Kyle Richards. <laughs> people want her or like they're like they think that she's rest in peace from my top five and honestly like I almost as like a political choice in saying she's on pause she's still in my top five it's just that I hate her right now and I want her to be dragged and so uncomfortable at the reunion she's absolutely still in my top five I have a lot of love for her and the German Shepherds I don't and I had this conversation with somebody earlier who I think thought thinks understandably so that like she's gonna get and I just think this is a terrible comparison and like apologies. Go for it. There is something to be said with that moment with Erica and Rinna and Mikey that felt to me very produced mm-hmm. where Erica was aware I'm going to be in a little bit of hot water or whatever. It's going to be uncomfortable, but I know that these people are cheering for me and that they feel like mm. I need to be held accountable, but it's very artificial and none of us, maybe we sort of believe it, maybe we don't, whatever. Like it didn't feel to me like she was ever in a spot where she was being held accountable in any way. True. Truly. True. I agree. And I, I think there's parts of that that might happen at the reunion because I think everybody knows that like Kyle has been very valuable to the franchise. So when it comes to like the Andy direction of it, like I don't know how many of those questions are really going to be tough for her. I Mm -hmm. could be I could be wrong. I would like to see Sutton come for her. I would like to see Garcelle come for her. But because the majority of the cast isn't going to, mm-hmm. I just don't know that it's going to happen. But I think she absolutely deserves to be in boiling hot water. Yeah, Boiling I just, hot water. It, it, it needs to be like a, an epic dragging. And I, I don't yeah. know. I like... When Andy tweeted, like, we're filming the reunion soon. Like Any questions? Garcelle, I mean, I wrote, like, four questions. Garcelle and Sutton both responded to his tweet. Garcelle said, I have questions. I, I just, I really want Garcelle to, like, just come for these women. And, so do I. And, like, just put them in their place. I feel like we're, sh- I feel like this season has proven how valuable both Sutton and Garcelle mm-hmm. have been to the Beverly Hills universe. As much as it has been so uncomfortable to watch, like seeing Sutton go from a bumbling mess to face mm-hmm. rolling to really sitting across from Lisa Rinna being like, mm, no, that's not what you said. Like, <laughs> you said, fuck off. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. like, oh, like, just so ratchetly, so stupid, these people. I, it's, I, and we're not even done with the season. No, it's still 700. Can you believe we're like essentially just over halfway done? The season is never going to end. This is our punishment. Like we this still is like, is, is, I mean, is, like, are we ending on the Aspen trip? Like, <laughs> It's, I literally, there's like literally, I think like eight episodes or something psycho left. Like, I don't think that that's the right number, but it's a wild. No, it's, that's a lot of episodes. 
it's a lot of episodes with this specific cast who are exhausting because again Erica deserved to be in boiling hot water. Rinna deserves to be in boiling hot water. We've already discussed Kyle. There's some shit that Dorit has done that I think is incredibly, incredibly uncool Mm -hmm. and awful. They all deserve to be dragged. But if it's like this is the alliance as we know it and they all know that they're in hot water, of course they're going to protect each other. They would do it anyway. But now they feel like, oh, my God, I have to because I need this person to be quiet when it's Mm. my turn. That's what I hate about them. Yes, it makes the reunion to me like not already that it's a lost cause, but like it just makes me annoyed because I know that Sutton and Garcelle are going to give it their absolute all. And I feel like these other women are going to try to shoot them down. Ciao, AGs. I am speaking to you right now from Rome, Italy, where I am having a little bit of a European adventure. While I love the city and have had so many unique experiences to historical sites, the Vatican, we went to the Pantheon earlier today, there was a little bit of a hiccup in the apartment that we're staying in. And while I really enjoyed getting to know Fabrizio, the owner of the flat, there was a little bit of a language barrier because I unfortunately do not speak any Italian, even though I have watched The Sopranos all the way through at least three times. And this is where Rosetta Stone comes in. What would have helped me enormously in traveling abroad would have been brushing up, also known as entirely learning, the language of Italian. It could have broken down barriers and conversation with Fabrizio. And I also think speaking the language of the place that you're in is a sign of respect to the locals. It's also the ability to fully immerse yourself in the experience. And me not knowing any Italian, apologies to my grandpa Reno, who did make pizza from scratch, it would have been an incredible and even more incredible memorable experience. Rosetta Stone is the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered, including Spanish, French, Italian, that's right, German, Chinese, and even more. Rosetta Stone immerses you in so many ways. There are no English translations, so you can really learn, listen, and think in that language you want to learn. It's designed for long-term retention, which is especially helpful for me because while this is my first trip to Italy, I really truly hope it won't be my last. The lifetime membership that Rosetta Stone offers has all 25 languages for any and all trips and language needs in life. That's lifetime access to all 25 language courses that Rosetta Stone offers for 50% off. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, AGs can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today, today. Ciao. Hey, AGs. Are you ready to add a touch of luxury to your home, just like the Real Housewives? BCC Villa Rosa, obvs. Introducing Home Threads, where style meets comfort for the ultimate glam experience. Picture this. Chic furniture, one could even say chic c'est la vie, that mirrors the elegance of your favorite housewives' mansions. With exclusive designer collections and a curated selection, HomeThreads.com has everything you need to make your space as fabulous as the housewives themselves and always at the best value. Unlike Joe Gorka's initial attempts at windows, perhaps. 
Now, I have to tell you, I know that Padma is no longer on Top Chef, and may her memory be a blessing, but nothing has made me feel better prepared to host future seasons and potentially even iterations of Top Chef Upper East Side Edition than the Henkel's clad 10-piece stainless steel cookware set in silver that I got along with a two-piece stainless steel ceramic non-stick fry set from Zwilling thanks to Home Threads. It makes me feel like I am finally ready to be a top chef one egg over easy at a time. They're gorgeous. They look great in the apartment. For someone like me who lives in New York City which with a very small space, what I have in my kitchen is important because guests who come to visit me see it. And I'm so, so thankful to have discovered Home Threads because now I feel fully prepared to make eggs a la Francais. Head over to HomeThreads.com today and live your best Real Housewives life. Go to HomeThreads.com slash AndyScrolls and get a code for 15% off your first order. Again, that's HomeThreads.com slash AndyScrolls for a 15% off code off your first order. HomeThreads, love where you live. Do you think, where do you think Crystal will fall in all of this? I don't know. What I would love to see is Crystal take a beat and really say, like, I, again, I had this conversation with somebody earlier, but, like, when it comes to the Erica stuff, the, like, I forget what the, do you remember what the line is that was so iconic in the mid-season trailer of, like, Crystal mentioned either the earrings or the orphans or something? Like, there's some Something about the earrings, yeah. Right. Like, there's some moment where Erica tries to come for her. Yeah, my God. I know, literally, welcome to 2022 versus uh, to 2024. But um, <laughs> I there's some moment, and I just, because potentially anybody has the ethical higher ground when it comes to having conversations with Erica because of everything that we know, yeah. I would just like to see her be like, I know I am on the right side here and not give a shit about whether this woman likes you. Like, I think what Sutton and Garcelle are doing right now is saying, like, I'm not trying to win you over or be your friend. It's actually high time that you give me basic respect. And I don't know that we've seen that crisis point with Crystal of like, I don't need to have you like not to say that she's like insisting on this, but like, I just think so much of Garcelle and Sutton, like the idea that like, you don't need to fight for this woman's friendship. You know what she is doing and mm-hmm. what she has done. Mm-hmm. There's a basic inhumanity there. And yet everyone gives Erica additional humanity sort of on her behalf. I, my gosh, it is, it is mind blowing how it's, there's just so much hypocrisy. And my thing is like, yeah. again, if, if this were married to medicine, mm-hmm. like, we go back to Toya and her and Eugene. I mean, how much do they owe the IRS? Like 1.8. And if that's true, I need to watch less television. But I don't think that. I don't think that's right. I don't. I think it's. I think it's a lot less. I think it's, be a it's lot between. Less. I feel like it's one between 1.5 and two. I know it was a I wanna, lot of. I literally want to die if I if I just got that right. <laughs> if I keep talking, I'm gonna Google it real Please quick. Google and if it. I got that right, I'm going to literally crawl up into a ball and someone will teach me how to read a book. But it was a situation where they were all discussing it. Like we mentioned it. We mentioned it all. We talked about it. We weren't sugarcoating it. We weren't trying to say, oh, let's extend grace. No. We were saying, yo, Toya, Eugene, what the fuck are you doing? You're clearly living 
not within your means. You haven't paid your taxes. Like, and these people aren't doing that with Erica. They're just, I'm sorry, if my friend was married to somebody and potentially was like stealing millions of dollars from orphans and widows, we gonna have to talk. Yeah, we would have to talk about why you're still wearing your panther ring and the earrings. When she showed, it was Mauricio. She showed, she showed Mauricio the, the cardiac. Yeah. It, you should not ever leave your house in that with that ring. That is that it is disgusting. It's glo- it's gloating. It's flaunting disgusting. stolen money. Even if he gave it to you whenever and blah blah blah, it's you should no no. Ma'am. I don't care if you put Tom's wrinkly balls in your mouth for that ring. No, I can't. Couldn't be me. Um. Uh, mostly because they weren't available. I don't know what I would have done for. I think the panther ring, by the way, is so atrociously horrible looking. Yeah. But I would. I don't know what I would do for Birkin. Okay. Um. I was off by a literal uh, zero. It was actually one hundred and seventy thousand. I don't know what I was thinking with one point eight. But I think I saw like one point. I think I saw one seventy in my head and and added oh. and added as and added a zero. So it was one hundred and seventy thousand dollars was their IRS. Okay. Debt. That's an elevator, I guess. <laughs> either way, we still talked about it. Everything. It, either the, way. The, either the, way. The affairs. The every. The, I, I just want these. I just want them to just really bring it, and 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 just be be authentic. Like I'm tired of the overproducing. Like little Miss Kyle. Yeah, and I also think like, listen, Crystal said on Watch What Happens that Erica hasn't called her to apologize for the laxative stuff, which I think is insane and an indicator that this person truly doesn't Does give a care. shit like Does not care say that like you don't care about our friendship why should i like i deserve an apology exactly. i'm upset like and i know again it's very easy for me to say this stuff as an outsider it's just and it, 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 it's just, I, for erica of all people to tell someone that they're a liability is psychotic it's like wait 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 I'm a liability. How many millions of dollars are you currently being sued for of like stealing right. and like lying and pretending to be someone else in a bank? I mean, like there needs to be a second documentary. I there very well could be. Cuz the thing is like she doesn't have to be accused of committing fraud herself to have benefited from Tom's. Exactly. I know there are a lot of pending lawsuits and a lot of different conversations, but the simple fact is that you were able to live a stunning multi-million dollar law yeah. lifestyle that was afforded to you through stolen money. Like there's no connecting that yeah. dot. And she's so protected by these other women who are also afraid of being in hot water that it's like, we're not getting anywhere here and it can't always go back to Garcelle and, and Sutton, Sutton because it's just not fair it is not even it doesn't feel not that housewives always has to be fair but this feels like especially and especially inequitable we'll pretend that works in this construct yeah go for past. it past like it just doesn't it's not lining up with exactly. like because you cause there, there's no point of having a reunion if People aren't going to be able to hold each other accountable, have those tough right. conversations and be like, yeah, you did this wrong. I, so, I mean, who knows? Maybe the last episodes will see some shifts, some dynamic changing. I don't know. Mm. I, I don't know. I, I mean, I feel like we're going to get some intense moments, it seems, from this the mid-season trailer. Um, oh, my God. Kathy. <sighs> 
So I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm nervous. This show puts me through the ringer. I love them, but they stress me the hell out. I think that last season was so bananas that we all wanted them to start shooting immediately, myself 100% included, and they gave us all these episodes, and I think after this, the reunion films, they need to take a little bit, like, take a little break, reshuffle, major call, please God, and then pick up the cameras and get started. Don't go immediately like this is not working right it's now not, it's, it's not. not if you if you were if you had the powers that be to be like pew 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 what would you do for the next season of beverly hills casting wise uh, here's the thing is that we really do need to respect our villains and there need to be people on here i don't believe the whole i don't agree with her i don't or or even i don't like her i hate her she needs to go off the show i do not feel that about the majority a vast majority of housewives got it Agreed. so i i don't want to be like get rid of the people i don't like but i do think we've maybe i i, I instead of saying get rid of like three people i i would say I do think we need to move forward in a universe without Lisa Rinna. Okay. But I could I could understand how someone could say Erica and Lisa or just Erica. Dorit, I don't know what's happening, but I, I really do enjoy her in many I ways. Do. But she could I, be part-time. I don't I know. I enjoy Dorit. I, I, I would love to see Dorit in a world without... <sighs> Is it Rinna or Erica? I haven't decided. It's one of the two. I think it has to be one of the two. I feel like Erica makes more sense. Erica does make more sense. To get rid of, I think. Yeah, I agree. I think because I think she just has so much negativity surrounding her and it's mm-hmm. like a never ending road. And I think mm-hmm. with her, it's like she says with her tagline, I have nothing to lose. And that makes me dangerous. Um, so like, I just feel like Erica's in this kind of like, <laughs> whatever, fuck it. I'm going to just uh, and do whatever I want. And it's like, she's not, she's just doing whatever she wants. She's not contributing. She's mm-hmm. just sitting in the corner, getting wasted, but then pointing the finger and being like, well, Sutton's a liability. What? You just went home, got wasted and hit your head. That sounds like someone who's liable to do something stupid. It's she's learning the long the wrong lessons. Yes. As an outsider, it feels like she's learning like the ways that the Tom stuff could humble a person. She's just internalizing all yeah. of the awful qualities of herself. And I said this to Damien the other day, but it's like her insides are made of bees. Like Literally, I just don't even I don't even know. Apology. It's all like, yes, well, I'm being accused of this and I'm just my life is so hard. Like I had to downsize my house and I can't. I can't buy real extensions. What? Like, <laughs> I mean, I don't begrudge her that. I don't even take away from the fact that she, I, I, I couldn't. She's under an enormous amount of stress. I'm not going to pretend that she's not, but I am going to say that when you're acting like a twat to people, yes. it's insane that you're not held accountable for that. And then you question why someone is mistrusting or, and, or concerned about your behavior after you told their child to get the fuck out like it's just there's like a hello it's this is you've always been a bad person but you should be where is the part here where having everything taken away from you sure it's like the emperor has no clothes because they were seized by the fbi but like also <laughs> like where where is the part of you that's like wow 
oh my god now i'm really brought back down to earth so i'm gonna humble myself a little like like, I would have, I would have loved for her to like have moved into like a, a, a studio apartment. Like, her house is gorgeous. That that house is what is it called? What is it called? Not a cottage. Definitely not a casita. What's the what's the LA term for when you have like you're in like a one or two bedroom? I don't know. There's some fucking name for it. Maybe it a no, that's a guest that's house. That's what Sutton probably owns in multiple <laughs> countries. Um, but like, no, whatever the fuck she has, it's gorgeous. Like, it has I would a pool, love to live there. a backyard I, area. Honestly, I would rather live there than where she and Tom used to live. That like crumbling, falling down with the weird chapel moment. Yeah, like, that was weird. That that house wasn't cute or chic. No, it was, just, just was not. Where footage. she's living now is like adorable. Also, it's like not inexpensive. Yeah, it's, like it's a, a lot of money. House. Who, yeah. How are, like how like how is yeah, she paying for this? How is she paying for that? And Mikey and the assistant who also now does her glam. Like, and I know she's renting that house, but like. I, I don't, I don't know. She makes a really great living on Housewives, but it doesn't. I'm very confused. Oh, that woman. Sell the, sell the earrings, Erica. Like, Wait. So, who would you like to? What would you like to happen? Dream situation. In a perfect world, I would love to see Garcelle Sutton and someone else kind of on their side. I don't know if Crystal will ever find her gel with this group and I don't that's not to her fault I just think that these women are they're just there's no they have no empathy and I think there's a different way there's a different way to go about discussing someone and coming from like a genuine place I don't think Mm. that that has happened yet with a majority Mm -hmm. of the people in yeah the cast, you know, I think, you know, even Sutton being like, I, the fact that we're talking about this, I do not like right. it. And I, that's my favorite thing about Sutton is that, like, she does not like to sit there and talk about people behind their back. And it's just like, if we're going to talk about it, let's say it to each other's face. Let's not be shady and do it in a confessional or when that person's mm-hmm. not there. So I just don't know where that will go. Um, I would love to see Dorit without Erica. I, but I need, like, Kyle and Rena to, like, get some type of fear put in them. <laughs> To kind of like... That's a great way of putting it. Like maybe it's like a, you know, we're like, we get rid of Erica, Lorena's demoted, and... You you would... Dem- I'm My concern about demoting Rena, and I know it's like we're supposed to want quality television, is that she will come at such a high, oh, like, clown level. Hard. And not in a good way. I don't think they'll... Not I think it'll way. just be oh, manic. You're right. Oh, Damn. I know, but I I get it. I get the come. I get because listen, Lou had a phenomenal season as a friend of Marisol. I think is killing it in killing Miami it. as a friend of. But like with with Rinna, I just don't. Tr- I just I just think get get. We gotta get. We gotta retire the clown. We gotta retire the clown. And that, I honestly think the reason why those women are friends with Rinna is because they're terrified of her because they know she's a loose cannon. She will because I my the guy I'm dating has been watching. Uh, Beverly Hills. And so, like, mm. I'm, like, slightly rewatching it. And, like, we were watching it the other day. And he was just like, I can't stand Lisa Renna. And I was like, damn, this bitch is, like, it was when she asked Dorit, did she do coke in her bathroom? And my thing is, like, if you think about it, Renna came kind of hard at Kim. Renna has come very hard at Erica. Renna has come very hard at Dorit. But now these people are all besties. I get it. People change. People grow. But... 
this woman has brought every show friend this woman has brought on the show she's turned her back on and like shat mm-hmm. on them on camera so mm-hmm. I personally feel like they are only friends with Rinna because they know if they are on her bad side she is a liability do you think that she's able to even it's like weird to say it because I know that she's gonna do some shit later in the season but like do you think that she's able to bring it in that way? Because, like, look at what she's doing with Sutton. I don't think she's being successful. She's not Versus being the way she she's used stupid. to be. She used to be successful. I think before, again, there was, like, that fear. Yeah. Because, like, I think she thought she was going to be able to break, break down Sutton. Like, she broke down Denise and yeah. Eden or... Like a, you mean LOL, <laughs> right? Waste of a waste of a housewife, <laughs> um, or even like her friendship with Garcelle. Like mm-hmm. all these people that she has brought on or intru- like it's just. And then her friend Diana. Ugh. Do you think she'll get another season? I mean, tell me your thoughts. <sighs> I just I don't want to see her fucking little husband sing. Not that staged performance of her. Oh, oh I always forget. When he's in, when, when she's in the house, and I just start playing on the computer, not computer, piano, and, a, and a fedora. Like, <laughs> like, he has a great voice, but like, what is even, ha- that's, it's why she, it has to be why she, I don't think she's, I think she's probably, maybe there are aspects of this that she, I think she's enjoying, but I, of being on Housewives. Yeah. But overall, it seems like she's doing this specifically for him, which one could argue is like almost sweet, except they're so fucking weird yeah. that I can't give that to her. But... Do you think she's going to Kelsey Grammer him and like. <laughs> no, I don't even, I don't know where this is headed, but um, I don't know. There's something to be said for like, enjoying seeing a May-December romance that we typically almost always see with the person who's older in the relationship being a man and then Mm. the younger person being a woman. Like, where I see there's, like, a lot of, like, gender jokes thrown their way that maybe would be said for someone with, like, the um, opposing genders taking place. I'm sure that it was, and it would be with other housewives' marriages, but I think it, like, it, it feels a little bit different from them, but also their relationship to me is very odd. It's very odd. It's giving like mom and son. The way that she called him a little boy where I was like, oh, you're being clumsy with your words, number one. But like also, I don't know. I get what she's trying to say of like you do? energy. I think where she's like his energy, shut the fuck up. His energy is like vibrant and like youthful, I yes. think. But like, he we're just not say getting he's energetic. There. Not, he's like a little boy. But you know, as she loves to say about Jareed, I think she genuinely is clumsy with her words. I mean, so I, so what do I think is going to happen with Diana? I, I honestly couldn't imagine a universe in which she would want to come back. I didn't think it would come down to like, Bravo getting rid of her. I think she would be like, this was really fun. Bye. But I don't know. I don't, I think it's going to depend on what happens with the actual people who matter first. Like the, 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 the real, (laughs) real housewives. Like the the, the real, real. Um, Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm very, I am, I feel like with Beverly Hill reunions, we're always so hopeful. Well, we, we Mm. want to be hopeful, but then there's just always some nonsense I don't know. I'm hoping that like uh, there's a breakthrough 
because again, again, like I know that they've seen what has happened with franchises like OC and New York when they just have let the same mm-hmm. cast members run it for far too long and run it mm-hmm. into the ground. And I just don't, for, I just can't foresee Beverly Hills continuing to hold that like magnum status if they don't break up this. I mean, essentially, they still have the faux five four Fox because Teddy Mellon, boring cram. Yeah, is doing her very best to support them. Doing yeah. her very best to just make herself relevant and talk shit on her stupid little peas in a podcast. I mean, can't we just fire her again? Couldn't, couldn't Andy have her on Watch What Happens and be like, Teddy, you're not getting a diamond again, and I know that you haven't had one in a minute, but the, the viewers asked for this to happen. Is it so. Just just so you know, like you're never going to get diamond ever again. Because <laughs> and, but Kyle keeps pushing it, and I'm like, Kyle, you're our, we already are in a fight right now. You and my imagination, do not make this worse. Like, do not add... Salt to the wound, Kyle. Kyle Richards. Please, if so, I want I want next season to be your last, and I want them to. I want this shit to sink like the Titanic. I never want Kyle to leave, at least not for the uh, near future. But I do want Kyle to be uncomfortable. I want her to be uncomfortable. I want her to be extremely uncomfortable. I want her to be held to the fire, and I want it to be again. I want it to be something that is that scares people a little bit. Yeah, we need some. We need a different energy in BH, and Lord knows this cast isn't going to give it to us. But I do want to just get your thoughts because I thought Atlanta delivered such a great episode last Very night good. on your reaction to what we saw pan out. I mean, uh, Sonia, Sonia, Sonia. I just, mm. she is, I was, I really enjoyed her energy. I, I will say this, I, I would not make any changes to the Atlanta cast for next season, I would only add, maybe. Okay. I, I don't... I do not think Moneta's working out as a friend. Um, I forget she's there. Exactly. I really do. Um, so I would... I would maybe add... I would keep the entire existing cast, add one more full-time housewife, because I hate six full-time. I need it I, at least seven. Um, and then maybe another friend and, and, and then go forward with that. Cause I think we're in a good place where Candy and Kenya have each other's backs. I mean, they are winning this season. I'm sorry. Candy and Kenya are winning this season. Agree. Candy Agree. with the one-liners. Cause you know what, bitch, I'm worldwide. And Kenya is having so much fun just not having to be. The villain. And I think mm-hmm. for so long, people... I, I think she was able to show that side of her in Girls Trip. And I think mm-hmm. it, she was received so well. And I think that's why Kit, Cynthia was so mad. Is I think because Cynthia came into the situation knowing more of the women than Kenya. And right. Kenya ended up being like the fun, exciting, non-bitchy one. And so they're doing great. I personally think that... Marlo and Sheree are being very messy and and hitting below the belt. But again, we kind of need that. We need this kind of conflict. Marlo's going to get dragged at the reunion by both Kenya and Candy. It's going to be lovely. But I think she'll be able to. I think she'll be able to hold her own. Um, yeah. And I think it'll be kind of a situation of her like, okay, maybe not. Maybe I don't need to play as hard next season because I think she probably felt that pressure to deliver coming from a friend of a very famous friend of to finally getting a peach um drew is stupid but like she's funny like but she doesn't mean to be (laughs) like 
the fact oh that she God. the fact that she tore her Achilles after winning the race. Honestly, it was one of the first cases of a housewife being like, "This is exactly this is a, a severe injury that exactly happened." And I, we're so used to see like Ramona being pushed in a wheelchair when she pretends to sprain something or yeah. she's just tired. So for her to say that she thought she tore her Achilles and then to have it actually be a torn Achilles was like <laughs> shocking to me. I couldn't get over it. And also as someone who broke my foot from standing up in high school, I tripped. My foot was asleep. I thought I could walk it off and I broke my fucking foot. Oh I had nothing. God empathy for her because she just she just went one step too far and literally like which is so sad it was, oh my it was, god but like only drew but sonya i'm like i don't know this this whole argument between sonya and and kenya that's brewing hmm. like do you, i feel like do you think sonya's trying too hard sonya's one of those people where i'm like Listen, I know she's doing a she's doing a little bit, but I also feel like that's the point of her job. Mm-hmm. And I think she's really um, enjoyable. Like, I think she's really endearing. So even yeah. when I don't agree with her about stuff, yeah. I like to see her on the cast. And I feel like that's that's maybe not the majority thought. I don't know. I hear a lot of critiques about her. What's well, like that? Which it's I what, get. It's which what you I get. say. Like you, you have to like love your villains. Like you have to love the people that are causing conflict. I think. Yeah. The conflict that Sonya has caused has been from her being a flip flopper, being mm-hmm. shady, and like mm-hmm. I think that is that that makes her great first season housewife. I think you know mm-hmm. she's giving us the family. Her and her husband are having this conversation about a baby, but then she's also mm-hmm. like being a shady individual to other people. So I think she's been able to, she's having a better first season than I think Marlo is. What, what to do about, do you think? The whole, the nephew thing is, it it makes me uncomfortable. Like, why are you throwing out your nephews? That's weird. That's weird. It makes me, I just, I feel like this is one of those things of like, housewives don't have often great, ability or capacity for self-reflection which is why they're on the show yeah but the disconnect that she feels around why she's able to like in a group setting feel like she can drag ralph and then when candy's like cool but what about the obvious hypocrisy here and she says that that's crossing a line that to me is confusing and i confusing. right like and i didn't have a chance to watch the watch what happens that aired last night but was filmed the day that I went to watch what happens when I saw Crystal and Kathy because we were in line the audiences and I get into this on the Patreon episode um, that I did about uh, watch what happens but we you know that's like there's only I think at max maybe 20 people in the audience at watch what happens and so maybe half of us are already there in line waiting to like get checked in and the doors open this is what night was that I don't remember what night I went to watch happens, but like a couple days ago, the doors open, somebody walks out and I'm immediately like, oh my God, it's Marlo. And it is Marlo holding a bouquet. And I say to the people near me, I, I've sort of blocked exactly, literally, I talked about this on Watch What Happens for 40 minutes and I don't remember at this point, but like, I say to, I think the person next to me, like, oh my God, and they don't know who she is. And I feel like it's like they didn't maybe recognize the back of her head as uh-huh. I immediately You're did. You're like, that, that back of head is Marlo's. I was like, it's literally Marlo Hampton. And she's, I don't know, 
10 feet from us, 15 feet from us. She's right there holding these big bouquets. And there's a moment where like the gorgeous, you know, fabulous private car pulls up. And there's a moment where she like turns to her side waiting for the people in line to go to watch what happens to acknowledge her. Nobody does. And I literally said, like, should we cheer? Like, shouldn't we be like, oh, my God, Marlo? Like, even if you don't die for Marlo right now, it's like it's fucking Marlo. Exactly. Like, Like, you have to, like, say something. Like, hello, guys. Like, practice round for BravoCon. You're going to be cheering for people who you maybe don't like. That's part of the fun. And I was like, I feel like we should, like, celebrate her or something. And then just nothing happened. She waited a set, a pause for us to I would have acknowledge screamed. her. I would have screamed. I know. I felt that. But I was like, I don't know. At that point, we were chucking in whatever else. I was like, okay, I guess this isn't happening. And it happened so quickly. And I felt terrible because I was like, we need to celebrate. Mar- I mean, like, lift this woman up while she's dragging everybody else down. My God. Like, it, I know it doesn't make sense, but it also makes all the sense in the world. I mean, these people give us entertainment. So we have to, we have right? to give them the props. This is what I'm saying. What? So what do you, th- how could this, could this, would there have been a world in which this would have gone better for her? Is she doing exactly the job that she was hired to do? I think, I think she's doing the job that she was hired to do slightly less strategic than I think she needs to be because I think sh- she is coming off pressed by Kenya and Candy versus just like sh- shady which I like Marlo. I think Marlo's funny. But it's like, why are you trying to pick a fight with Kenya and Candy? Like, it doesn't make sense. You're never going to win. I would personally never, ever want to get into an argument with Kenya Moore because she is the shade assassin. She yeah. was the villain on Housewives for so long that she could just read a bitch to filth and left. So... Marlo might need to get some new edges after the reunion. Her, Kenya, and Candy coming after you, girl. And Candy's not going to check out like she did on that bus. She's not going to be like, I don't need to talk to you. At the reunion, Candy is a smart businesswoman and is not going to let the opportunity. She's not going to be like, I'm just going to ignore this person. She's going to triple down, and that's going to be tough. Yeah. I feel like we haven't had like a really good like (gasps) Housewives reunion in a while. Um, Oh, of any? Yeah, that's I'm try- interesting. I'm trying to think. I feel like ugh, when was the last reunion that came out? Was New Jersey okay? I honestly don't remember. Uh, I'm like I'm the Jersey. I'm not like a huge fan of Jersey. Oh, okay, into it. It's like um, it's just too much of the same old, same old. Oh my God, Joe and Melissa hate Teresa. <laughs> like we've been doing this for thirty seasons. We get it. Give me a new fucking storyline. <gasps> Oh, God, it's going to be a lot of that next season. I know, I know, I know. (laughs) Buckle up, my friend. Listen, I need to have you back. We need to do a deeper dive on Atlanta. We We need to do a deeper dive on BH. But I am so glad that we paid respect to um, didn't didn't mention Dubai, which is like the 15th episode in a row. It just doesn't come up in conversation. So apologies to Dubai. Maybe I'll unpack it on a Patreon. I don't know. The last episode was pretty good, but I they're just you can't you can't you can't currently compare it. I'm 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 interested to see what they do with season two. I'll say that. Yeah, and I'm truly looking genuinely no joke. I'm absolutely looking forward to the reunion because I feel like. We've seen a lot of these women on social say a lot of things. Yeah. And I would be curious to see who is saying it to one Their another's face. face. I, I have a feel. I'm, I'm manifesting that yeah. Sarah mm-hmm. will be the MVP. Of the reunion? Of the reunion. Whoa, not what I thought you were going to uh, because say. I, because I feel like during so many, I feel like that moment 
where they had that argument in the restaurant was, I think, probably her breaking point of trying to, like, okay. be. And she's been being very, 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 very vocal um, on social media lately. So okay. I think nerves were struck. I, I'm I'm nervous to see how Ayan will do at the reunion because she's a wild card. Mm. I mean, her titties were out on Watch Robins Live. Like, were they? Yes. <laughs> Wait, like literally? I yes. didn't. Did I? I don't remember if I saw it. Yeah. As well, my and it's one of my friends actually works on um, production there, and he was like texting me. He was like, "Did you see her nipple?" And I was just like, "I kept the camera kept going to black." Oh, so no. like, so like he he said he was like, "Yeah, she came in looking like an Oscar and was." Uh-oh. But so I mean so I that's and I've heard people say that they feel like she and Lisa are too like they've watched too much housewives and are too rehearsed. Mm-hmm. I feel like Stanbury probably will have some things to say to people at the reunion also. I would love to see her come alive. I really would. She has it in her. Is is, is it too Sergio? Much Sergio? We need less Sergio. Need, I do not want to see him Sergio. next season. I mean, we just, we need to see her interact yeah. with the cast. We need to see interactions with the cast and not with her now husband. <sighs> it's it's too much it, because it's coming at the expense of, like, the group dynamic. Exactly. It's too much. And, like, there's a certain Caroline Stanberry that people expect. Yeah, we're not seeing her yet. She's distracted, so. Um, 100%. Listen. Speaking of distractions, so distracted talking to you. I could talk to you all goddamn day. So you're coming to the clavis next time and we're doing yes. a full sit down and I'm here for it. Like when am I here full time? I'll send you my schedule for the next couple of I months. I know you're always traveling. It's very upsetting. I'm very jealous. Um, listen, in the meantime, tell the AGs where they can follow you on social and a little bit about your new pod. Yeah. So I started a podcast called Thoughts and Prayers with my bestie, Mark. Um, it's genuinely us sharing our thoughts, T-H-O-T-S, and prayers um, for society, for the world. Um, it's NSFW. I'm sorry if I offend you. It's not like in a mean way. Oh. Not like I'm not saying like explicit like racial slurs, but like... <laughs> Oh, my God. I mean, we definitely, when we were gay, so we talked about a lot of gay stuff. Um, But you can find us wherever you listen to podcasts or at our Instagram at girl, you better pray. That's G-U-R-L-Y-A-B-E-T-T-E-R-P-R-A-Y. Because every every other name was, like, taken. And it came with like some name with like numbers, and I said no. We're just gonna be like, no, girl, we're not doing you better numbers. pray. So we're not doing numbers. Um, extremely into that, guys. You know what else I'm into? When you follow the Andy Scrolls Patreon, number one way to support the pod, you get exclusive bonus episodes, including that um, tea spilling for my trip to watch what happens, which is up now. And I'm also doing a Satchel Spectacular. You guys know Satchels of Gold, named in honor for Holiness Kelly Kaloran, Ben Simone on Scary Island. Are your thoughts? and feels, questions and concerns about all things housewifery, Bravo, AG, and more. So DM them to me on Instagram with your first name and town, or if you'd like to be kept anon, you can also email them to andysgirlsshow at gmail.com. And I'm going to put up a Satchel Spectacular on Patreon in the next couple days. So please let me know your thoughts and feels about what we discussed on this episode, what you're watching play out, and your reactions to all things 
Dubai, BH, Atlanta, Mary to Med, and more because I would love to feature and unpack them on a future Patreon app. And again, follow me on social at Dame Galley, Daniel Stokes. Thank you it's so much always for coming back on IG. Always fun. A pleasure, a thrill. So good to see you. So glad I can see you. Thanks to working <laughs> Wi Fi. And on that note, guys, we will talk to you soon. Bye bye.